You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I am Janine Bitson. And I'm Heather Caro. And we are the dynamic duo this morning, <laughs> and I'm uh, really enjoying this time with you. Um, wow. We have had just an incredible first hour with great Definitely guests. inspirational. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. uh, it has been. And we have more of that. Uh, did you know this Sunday has a special title? Uh, so now we have our next guest, Father Will Thompson from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, to discuss that with us. Good morning, Father Will. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Great to be on. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. Uh, my daughter just thinks the world of you. She was oh. down in Winona at Winona State as a focus missionary. Oh. And she, oh, great. Yeah, she was thrilled to hear that you were going to be on this morning. So thanks for no. joining us. You're you're welcome. It's been a while. I you know had a had blast uh, hosting uh, mm-hmm. the, this show for uh, for about a year and a half, um, and uh, good to be back. Oh well, wonderful. Well, you're going to be talking uh, to our audience, our listening audience, this morning about Sunday being the Word of God. Uh, what does that mean? You know. Yeah, so uh, back in 2019, uh, Pope Francis designated the third Sunday in Ordinary Time as Word of God Sunday. Uh, you know, I, I, I like the, the connection. Uh, oftentimes, at this point in Ordinary Time, we're hearing about uh, different call stories. You know, we get to hear about Jesus calling the first disciples this Sunday. And, you know, it, it speaks to us of the effectiveness of the Word of God. Um, you know, the Pope also uh, had in mind that this Sunday uh, coincides with the um, uh, the week for prayer for Christian unity and looking at the Word of God, the Scriptures, the Bible, as one of the strong sources that uh, unites us with uh, other Christians and also in the Old Testament uh, uh, gives us a relationship with uh, with the Jewish people. Uh, and and also, you know, as I've been uh, going through Father Mike Schmidt's um, Bible in a year, it also doesn't it lend us so much. We've been here. We've done this. Let's get it. Let's figure this out the right way. <laughs> you know, when you think of uh, the word in the Old Testament and and the conflict and things that happen, that you know, we as humans should know better by this time <laughs> in our lives, right? Right. So, I mean, well, I mean, you talk about the unity, but there's also learners. like, come on, we got to learn quicker here. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, you know, but that's part of the human, human condition. Right. Even when we learn, we have to keep relearning. And that's why I love so much about uh, just this morning in, at Mass, uh, we had in the psalm, the Lord remembers his covenant forever. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, we, we don't always remember. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but God does. Oh, well, that's, that's really encouraging and hopeful. So uh, Pope Francis and his wisdom giving us this, this uh, Sunday uh, of the Word of God. Wow. Um, so, so with this Sunday coming up, um, being dedicated to the Word of God, what should we do as Catholics? How should we embrace this Sunday? Right. Well, there's, there's a number of things that I think are great opportunities for this Sunday in a normal year. Uh, with COVID, of course, it's a, a little challenging. Um, 
you know, this can be a, a wonderful time to, um, you know, speak with other Christians uh, about the Bible, to understand how, how they interpret the Bible, to share our interpretation of the Bible. Uh, but given uh, what this year is, I think this Sunday would be a wonderful opportunity for any Catholic just to sit down and open up the Bible. You know, if you've never done it before, it can seem really daunting and uh, almost impossible to go through the Bible. Um, uh, and I'm not asking people to read it cover to cover. I did that once. Uh, it took me about three months to get through First and Second Chronicles because I kept falling asleep every time that I would read it. Uh, you know, it's like you know, so and so is the father, and so and so they did bad things in the eye of the Lord, and you know, it just kind of goes on and on like that. But, uh, you know, start with something that's more familiar. Uh, you know, sit down and read a gospel. You, you could read the gospel of Mark uh, in, you know, probably the, the shorter half of an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this Sunday might be an opportunity if you've never, you know, just sat down and opened up your Bible before. This Sunday is the time to do it. Well, and Janine and I were talking before the show, I, you know, I... There are different ways to read the Bible, and I don't know if everybody ever thinks about that, um, but there are spiritual ways to read the Bible. You can read it in prayer. You can read it to learn and to educate. So for those that are sitting down for the first time, um, I think what you're saying, Father, is really important for them to understand that this is not a book meant to be read from cover to cover like The Hobbit. Right. You know, and so to jump into one of the gospels to listen to more of a storytelling than a chronological history of the line of David, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you, you know, you just you just look at the word Bible. You know, it comes from a word that means library. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you don't just go to the library and just start reading one book after another on the shelf. That mm-hmm. doesn't. You know, maybe it's going to make sense because they're you know organized. But, you know, it's also each book is its own story Mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know last uh, time I was on air uh, with Brad, uh, we talked about spiritual resolutions, you know, the New Year spiritual resolutions. And and he spoke of he and his wife doing Father Mike Schmidt's um, Bible in a Year. Um, And so that intrigued me. And so I thought, well, I'm going to check this out. And I have been really enjoying it. And and like Heather talked about, you know, that story um, and what you can get. Some people, they like to read and other people like to hear and take it in. And and even just going to Mass every Sunday, we're very scriptural people. We're reading the Bible every Sunday. And and, um, so it's just, you know, kind of take different components and make it work for how you receive things, uh, but except for the mass thing. I mean, get that one right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I think sometimes we're, you know, even accused as Catholics of not having the Bible mm-hmm. uh, in, our, in our worship. And it's like, no, that's, it, it's one of the two hinge liturgies, you know, the liturgy of the Word, mm-hmm. liturgy of the Eucharist. It's a very significant part. Um, but we hear the Bible in snippets. You know, mm-hmm. we, we get to hear just a little bit of a time. Uh, and one of the advantages of sitting down, at, at least reading a book of the Bible, not the entire Bible itself necessarily, but a book of the Bible from beginning to end, you know, the first time that I did that, it just brought so many connections and aha moments and, you know, the little things that weren't included in the sun- Sunday readings. Maybe mm-hmm. they're included on weekday readings um, that just filled out the story so mm-hmm. much more. That That mm-hmm. is so true. And 
But for a lot of our listening audience, Father, um, they don't have a theology degree, and <laughs> we do have uh, interpretations that can be harmful, too. So what would you tell our listeners as they're reading their Bible, which is very important to do, but when they dissect that information or they're looking for um, an explanation of what is being said, mm-hmm. where should they go? What should they do? Yeah, so I, you know, I started reading the Bible long before I had a theology degree. Uh, you know, it's, don't, don't let that frighten you. Um, there are a couple of different ways to read the Bible. Uh, you know, uh, they have these three different senses to the Bible. You have the literal sense, just what is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the spiritual sense, uh, which uh, that, that comes from Lexio Divina, you know, praying with the Word. Uh, but then also the fuller sense, how does this speak to, uh, you know, the you know, prophecies that lead to Jesus? How does it speak to, uh, you know, you know, the end times? How does it speak to, you know, the, the, mor- the moral sense, how, should I, how I should live? Um, this is one of the re- reasons why I think Bible studies mm-hmm. are so great, to read with others. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, we're not all going to have uh, a clear understanding of how to read the scriptures. But, you know, if you have Bible studies, oftentimes there's going to be some materials there that help to give a little direction. Uh, we also have uh, um, uh, different commentaries on the Bible. Um, a lot of parish libraries will have these commentaries um, uh, that just help us to understand, okay, what's, what was happening at that time? Why, why were, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what's the geography? You know, uh, we call it the historical critical method mm-hmm. of interpreting the Bible. That's, you know, the Bible happened in a particular time with a particular people. They had a particular way of talking and, you know, writing to each other. And if we can understand that a little bit more, then we can understand what, you know, what the scriptures are telling us. Um, of course, you know the, the church ultimately uh, you know, has the you know the authority uh, through the pope and the bishops of interpreting the scriptures, uh, and so um, you know talking to uh, you know your pastor about things, uh, you know they they do have degrees. Um, you know, if, the, if your bishop ever uh, offers any um, uh, homilies to you know to listen to those to. Um, uh, to listen to you know any writings the bishop might have on on the scriptures, you know those are those are some directions that we can go to learn a little bit more if we're finding that we're stumped on things. The other the other point that I would make about interpreting the scriptures, if you are finding that you are reading the Bible and the Bible is constantly reaffirming, you know the way that you are acting, the way that you are believing. You know, there, there there might be a, an opportunity to step back uh, because the, you know the Bible isn't there to c- affirm everything we're doing. It's there, as St. Paul says, to cut to the heart uh, mm-hmm. and to uh, to really open us up to the more that God has in store for us. Well, that's that's really a lot of wisdom right there. Yeah, it, it is. It's just um, it's such an incredible gift that God has given us uh, His Word. Um, and, and for us to, to take the lessons and, and to learn from it and how we should be living our lives to be children of God um, and, and maybe not to overcomplicate, you know, what he's asking us, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I would just tell people, don't, don't be afraid. 
You know, yeah. don't don't be afraid to open up the Bible. Um, you know, I when I when I first started reading the Bible, it was in a Bible study, uh, and I just I found that to take the edge off because uh, I didn't feel like I have to I had to read the Bible and have all the answers. It gave me an opportunity to ask questions. It gave me an opportunity to um, you know hear from others uh, in their interpretation, their spiritual uh, engagement with the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, it can just be very, very beneficial, just as hopefully we get some benefit from uh, listening to a homily. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but one, one other way that we can read the Bible is to, you know, read the upcoming Sunday scriptures, to pray with them, to, you know, to do that Lexio Divina, that divine reading. Um, you and, know, you know Father Will, um, we have to take a quick break, but because you just touched on Lectio Divina, mm-hmm. I would love to really dig deep into that after our short break. Um, we are with Father Will Thompson from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, talking about this Sunday being the Sunday of the Word of God. We'll be right back after this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. As a sole provider, the needs of my growing family are something I pray for daily. I know continuing my education will benefit my family in the end, but I worry about what I'll miss while doing so. University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online programs to make choosing easy. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. 
And I'm Janine Bitson, and we've been having a great conversation with Father Will Thompson. Yes, we're broadcasting today from the Fargo studios. We're having an all-staff meeting, so I can see everybody running around out there. We love getting together. We come all the way from Rapid City, Sioux Falls, you know, all across North Dakota. So it's always fun to get together. We're down in southeastern Minnesota right now with Father Will in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Gorgeous, gorgeous area down there, Father Will. My mm-hmm. parents are just two hours southeast of you, so uh, the bluff country is uh, oh, breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Of course, so is Rapid City and, yeah. and throughout our listening area, <laughs> but uh, it has a special place for me down there with family. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, before the break, we were talking about just different ways to, to be more engaged with the Word, um, you know, opening up our Bible. And right before we went on break, you, you mentioned Lectio Divina. For our listening audience, can you explain what that is, Father Will, and how that can just really deepen our, our uh, Bible reading experience? Mm-hmm. You bet. Happy to. Yeah, Lectio Divina is a, a, a praying with the Word of God, a praying with the Scriptures. You know, there's a lot of different styles or methods of prayer, uh, but the church has identified a couple that are just tried and true. Uh, they're, uh, they've been around for a long time, and they work. Lexio Divina is one of those, one of those methods. And uh, with Lexio Divina, basically you sit down uh, with a scripture passage. Uh, I sometimes find this to be the most challenging uh, part of, of Lexio Divina, what should I pray with? Mm-hmm. And that's where I think our lectionary cycle, the you know the Sunday readings, um, you know they can really come in handy because if you don't have a particular uh, passage of the Bible that you feel called to pray with, just go to the upcoming Sunday Gospel. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's a great place to start. And what you do is you read. You know, you you sit down. Uh, you. Uh, put yourself into a place where you're able to pray and uh, not have all those distractions of the world, and you read slowly through this passage. I like to read it, pause for a few seconds, and then read it again. Uh, you, know, you know, sometimes reading it that second time allows different words or phrases or images to stand out to me a little more. And then uh, as I'm reading it through that second time, I'm just kind of seeing, okay, what's What's really grabbing my attention? What's tugging at my heart? And and I'm gonna I'm gonna sit with that for a little bit. Um, you know, sometimes uh, in Lexio I might just kind of repeat that word uh, and just let let that word or phrase sink into me. Other times I might do kind of like a mind map. You know, I might remember doing that in school where you're uh, coming up with different uh, different connections uh, to a specific idea. Um, you know, that can be a way of, of praying and meditating uh, and just seeing, okay, what's, what's the theme that's coming forward here? How is it that God is uh, really speaking to me? You know, what is God inviting me to, uh, to meditate on, to sit with, to inspire me, to challenge me? And then, uh, and then just rest with that. You know, you just take some time to, to contemplate God, uh, to give thanks to God for uh, what God has brought you in that, uh, that time of Lectio. And then as you're concluding the prayer, you look at, okay, what's, what's the action? You know, how, how am I being invited to leave this prayer now? Uh, being inspired, uh, being filled with grace uh, to go and to live more closely with God. 
Well, and Father Will, let me ask you this question, because this is one of my favorite ways of reading the Bible. (laughs) But there have been moments in my life when life is really busy, and I intentionally go to take that time to be quiet with the Lord, but nothing comes to me. I don't feel inspired by anything I just read. Do you have moments like that? What do you do with those moments? You know, I per- personally, I find that the the most uh, well. Let me let me take a step back here. When I first started praying uh, and and praying with Lexio Divina, it was like fireworks every time. I mean, there was always something happening. There was always you know some graced graced moment. But over time, you know, it it, it became more normal, and mm-hmm. you know there wasn't weren't always great insights. Uh, um, that I was gaining, and I, I realized at one point that prayer is not just about gaining insights. Prayer is about a relationship with mm. God, and just just like in any relationship, there's going to be some days where you have a very lively conversation, and there's going to be other days where you just sit with a friend, and uh, you know those days are no less beneficial. I love and, it. Uh, you know when we when we go into Lexio and it seems like nothing is happening. Just remember, you're still there with God, mm-hmm. and God is always at work. Um, you know, I, I know. You know, as far as kind of spiritual insights go, I kind of feel like I come up with more you know, the hour or two after I pray <laughs> yeah. than right in prayer itself. You know, right in prayer itself, I try. I try not to be too busy, mm-hmm. but I try to let the Holy Spirit work, and then you know, the, the fruit of that prayer uh, will continue on beyond your prayer period. Well, that, that is a, a really uh, beautiful insight, Father Will, because uh, we live in a society where we want instant answers, instant, yeah. you know, uh, mm-hmm. um, decisions being made or instant uh, whatever, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, you can't even pinpoint one thing for... Our popcorn uh, doesn't even pop fast <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, my dog looks at the popcorn in my microwave yeah. and whines when we Three don't get it out minutes. in two seconds. So, yeah, it's, it's just like that's our culture that we live in. And so how beautiful that is, that to give it time, let it, let mm-hmm. it just work through our heart, mind, and soul. And, and it's not us doing it, it's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so we need to allow Him to be God. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's so beautiful about what exactly is the Word of God. Uh, you know, we only have a few minutes here, so can you just really help our listeners understand again what exactly is the Word of God, Sunday of the Word of God? So the, the Sunday is a time to renew our dependence on the Word of God. Uh, you know, that, that, I mean, that, that's kind of the way that I would describe this. Mm-hmm. It's a time to renew our dependence on the Word of God. You know, we hear about people who hear God's voice. And we, you know, sometimes we think, oh wow, you know, you know, the great saints—they they hear the voice of God. Uh, you know, in, in biblical times, you know, <laughs> thus saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it it can be easy for us, I think, uh, to think that God speaks to other people. The Bible is the Word of God. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, we we, we don't we don't do this uh, with our with our Catholic Bibles, but you know, sometimes you'll see those Bibles that that are red lined, uh, mm-hmm. that have have the have the red uh, highlighting on you know the words that Jesus speaks, 
And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't entirely like that because it seems to diminish uh, other parts of the Bible. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, like it's, it's highlighting that this is the Word of God. This is God speaking. And one of the great things about reading the Bible, praying with the Bible, you could read the same passage a hundred times, and that hundred and first time, it's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's there's, there's so something true. there's something brand new that the, that God is speaking to mm-hmm. you in that scripture passage, and so it's it, it's really I think it's really necessary for us to keep reading the Bible, to keep allowing that word to sink within us, because you know our circumstances in life change, our uh, understanding of God changes, mm-hmm. and you know how much better for our understanding of God to change because of the Word of God than because of any other external um, influences. Right, right. And and what exactly you're saying is the Bible is timeless. Mm-hmm. It's just timeless. And uh, it almost has a feeling like it's still alive. It is. <laughs> because you know, it's, it's the alive. Word of God. <laughs> it's, the word alive, it's alive and effective. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just love that when our parish priest, he'll be giving a homily and he's like, and this is the first time I've ever seen this in the scripture. And then he just gives a beautiful homily mm-hmm. on it. And that just draws my attention. Okay, here he's been a priest for over 30 years. And this is the first time he saw this. This mm-hmm. is very cool. <laughs> you know, and that's a, that's for all of us. Uh, it's timeless. It's, um, you know, you're, you might hear the scripture and go, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. But yeah. have you heard it before in the same way, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. what is God saying now? Yeah. yeah I know when I, when I was first ordained, I was hanging on to my homilies thinking, well, you know, we've got this three-year cycle of, uh, of readings, and, you know, three years from now, I don't want to be preaching the same, you know, the same homilies. So I was mm-hmm. hanging on to the, my homilies, and, and after, after a while, I realized, you know what, I barely remember what I preached on a month ago. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, all that really matters is I'm praying with the scriptures. Uh, I do, you know, I do some research because there's, you know, there's still more, you know, yeah. te- technical um, uh, information that you can gain. Um, but it, I figure if, if I'm praying with the scriptures, you know, God is going to bring what is needed, and you know, it is going to be. It's either going to be new, or maybe I will say the exact same thing. But maybe that's what needs to be heard, mm-hmm. uh, and there's you know there's nothing wrong with with repetition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we really really need that in many ways. Mm-hmm. But but exactly what you said though, Father Will, is it's coming from Him. Yeah. You know, and you're allowing through your prayer and through what you're uh, preparing uh, to have it come from Him through you, and that's really beautiful. And we just want to thank you so much for for your. Um, being a priest, uh, for bringing the word, you know, to to um, our listening audience and and in your diocese to your parish and the people that you touch with with your homilies, uh, we just thank you so much for joining us, Father. Well, you're very welcome. It was a privilege to be I'll be with you. Oh well, thank you. Well, you have a wonderful day. Uh, we are going to move on to our next segment. Uh, we have. Next, the men in black basketball game is just around the corner. Stay tuned and we'll be back with Real Presence Live to talk with Jordan Miller from the Diocese of Rapid City. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, 
and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.